Okay. All right. <laughs> you didn't mess this one up. <laughs> uh, uh, should we start over? I'll let it go. All right. So this is Bigfoot Revival, and we've tried doing this a handful of times, to be honest with you, but I think we have it down this time. So I am Sasquatch. And I am the Yeti. The Yeti. The not, Yeti not that's A-Yeti. Mr. The Yeti to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not just any Yeti. The Yeti. So I made coolers famous. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know anything called the Sasquatch. Uh, so. Yeah, the uh, beef jerky. Or what, the that's Sasquatch right. Links. I made beef jerky great again. Add that to your list of things that you've done. I, I certainly will. <laughs> That's our claim to fame. So, so we're just a we're, we're just a couple country guys who love Jesus and have have a more rural point of view, and we're not experts at anything. I wouldn't even I barely say we're professionals at anything, but we're not experts at anything. We're not here to tell you what you should think or anything to that nature. We wanted to put out a podcast that represented a more rural mentality. And and not not because a lot of people are going to think when they hear rural mentality, they're automatically going to think ignorant. Mm-hmm. And so we want to kind of, uh, we don't want people to think ignorant when they think rural mentality, just where we think different. Uh, for example, we don't have to take a bus to get anywhere. True. Right? We just drive ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't need a taxi. You know, we, we don't get driven around. If you don't drive yourself, that's why people around here get their license at like, I think it's like 15 and a half, 16, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You're definitely not getting run over by heavy traffic. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, you, know, uh, you know, I can get my own food mm-hmm. and do get my own food. I mean, I also go to the grocery store, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of it I get myself. And so that's some of the the mindset difference that a lot of people have, just uh, the worldview that we have, and ultimately how Christ influences that across the board. And we don't want to make this a a, a, a rural versus urban metropolitan thing, but... Uh, we just want to add another voice to the conversation. Yep, because there are plenty of voices out there, and a, a lot of them, the grand majority that we've heard anyway, are coming from your more highly populated areas. Yeah. So this is just a... Good voices, too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is just a, you know, a viewpoint from out in the woods, out in uh, where it's not so highly populated. Yeah. Just rural small town usa and so we thought what would be best to start a podcast than to talk about the coronavirus that old beer virus (laughs) so because it is going to affect let's start here the reason i say that in 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 a serious manner is it's going to affect me and you different Mm -hmm. than it will people in big cities it's already affecting us different here than it is in New York or Los Angeles, you know, where the, yeah. where the states have started to close everything down. Have um, we actually had an outbreak in our county yet? No. 
uh, not in our county. Um, and this probably won't make sense to most people, but neither counties. Right. Yeah. I'm taking something to drink. You you, you carried a conversation for a second. Well, I'm sitting there wondering because that makes sense to me, but yeah, I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> so um, some of the counties around us have had maybe one or two outbreaks, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the, the counties that me and you primarily operate in haven't had any yet. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, we wanted to talk about how we know everybody is scared right now. Yes. I mean, everybody is scared. If you don't believe us, walk into the grocery store. Yeah. Why Why is that? Why Why do you think most people are running around here scared? Do you want to jump into that right now, or let's let's push the scared thing for a minute? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, the, with, with the scared thing. Okay. So, the reason people are scared is uh, they're not prepared in a lot of ways. They are buying their groceries some people buy groceries day by day yeah they're not thinking about a week out or two weeks out or a month out they're thinking a day by day existence yeah and so now when you tell them you know I buy toilet paper once a week once a month whatever I buy toilet paper whenever it's convenient to me and when I run out Mm -hmm. uh, because it's always there now you're now now you hit run the possibility of it not being there. Mm-hmm. I need to stock up, right, right. And so that's part of it. It's it's that we live a day by day existence. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking of the future. We're not we're not processing what how to how to do things further along because everything that we need is at Walmart. It's in the here and now. I am so sorry cut this down that thing on silent and this is the first podcast that I am wrecking it but yeah people are running around scared just um like me you know I'm single I live by myself I buy enough food to last me a week which isn't very much but whenever it's out whenever I'm in need of more I go and I've always been comfortable just thinking that you know it'll be there it'll be there yeah. and it's been a week out but what what would hurt to Maybe buy up on some non-perishables for, say, a month, maybe yeah. two months. Yeah. But people don't think like that. That's a general rule of thumb. Yeah. And so, uh, as well, it doesn't hurt anything, right? Mm-hmm. To keep some rice, some beans, some. We've all, me and my, me and my family have always done that. Yeah. We, we we keep a little bit extra in the in the closet. So that if a hurricane comes or something, some kind of natural disaster comes, we have about a month's ability to survive for food. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so we, in that sense, we haven't been as concerned, mm-hmm. right? I, I skipped something. I went straight to the panic okay. consumer thing. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot to even talk about the virus itself. Yeah. Right. The coronavirus itself. Yeah. It's it's something unknown. Yeah. It, that's the, the big thing. The, this family of virus has been around for a while, and, and you don't hear that reported in the news, but I've heard that from several different places that the the family that this virus belongs to is nothing new. This particular strain of the virus is new. Okay. And so, 
Um, it's when you get like, like when we hear about the flu, and every now and again you hear about this particular strain of the flu is really right. bad. I think that's what this is, mm-hmm. and and because. I don't think most people have even heard that little bit of information. I think everybody that I've talked to is like, "This is this is a new disease." Yeah, that's no, it's a I've new strain here. of the disease, right? And so, uh, but that that's scary. The the unknown, mm-hmm. right? That 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 well, that's what goes back to the the panic shopping, right? Right. The the panic buying, the unknown, mm-hmm. and so this virus being unknown from what i've been able to to read and see and hear you're looking at a virus that's that's comparable not identical not exactly like but comparable to the flu okay now there's several things about that and i'll chase this rabbit just for a second and then you can shoot me go ahead or shoot the rabbit rabbit. i like rabbit hunting (laughs) so I think we need to be more serious about the flu. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And I think we need to be less serious about the coronavirus. Okay. Um, which leads me into my fear. Which is? Uh, my, what, what I honestly ha- have more anxiety about this whole situation than anything else is the financial impact of everything. Mm-hmm. The 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 economy and how people are going to react when this is all said and done and people like me who who own a business haven't done business for a month, Mm -hmm. two months, three months, Mm -hmm. four months. How long is this thing going to last? Exactly. And so that's pretty scary to to me. Uh, As well in a sense of how are people going to react once money starts getting low? What 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 are people yeah. going to do? We see when when we've got money, we have one had one of the, the the booming economies that we've had in a very long time, and it's it's crashed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got to get back up. And I believe once once this is over with, it can come back up. It just depends on a handful of things, but. Sure. As this moves on, depending on however many months, the quicker it goes by, the better we are yeah. economically. Um, the hospitals, on the other hand, totally different story. The longer this goes on, the better it is for the hospitals because they can treat more people that way. Mm-hmm. Where if there's a if 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 it just bam here it is a week later it's gone that one week people are going to die because they weren't able to get in the hospitals. Yeah, right. Versus stretch it out two months, which is what I think our, our government's trying to do. Um, it hurts the economy, but you minimize the death of people because people are able to get the medical attention that they need. Okay. And that's all that's scary, man. All that, all that everything I just said was scary. You know, economy crashing, mm-hmm. that's scary. Uh, not allowing the economy to crash, but allowing more people to die from this—that's mm-hmm. scary, right? I mean, and and so people—it's understandable why people would have a lot of anxiety, especially maybe older people, especially maybe uh, people who can't go to work now, 
especially, you know, in my shoes, in your shoes too, where business has has basically dried up. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? What's next? How, and it's all that unknown. It's it's we've never in my lifetime of you know the thirty four years. I've never seen anything like this. The closest I've ever seen to it is nine uh, eleven. Yeah, right. But yeah, that didn't shut everything down. Yeah, but Life the fear. Cease. Yeah, the fear was there. Different, different, gr- different reasoning to all that. But so there are people just freaking out. Now I think that's true across the country probably across the world to be honest but but in our context across the country Mm -hmm. even in our little corner we see grocery store shelves getting dried up quickly like you think there was a a bad storm coming you know and people are just draining the shelves dry now how much of the fear from legitimate fear and worry of the virus and panic that people have, do you think, can be attributed directly to the media? I thought we were going to save the that for a different podcast, but I think we'll, it all ties in. Yeah, it I mean, does. As far as it the does. fear is concerned, my personal belief—I'll put it that way because I want to hedge it a little bit. I can be wrong. I'm not God. I'm not all-seeing. I'm not all-knowing. Mm-hmm. But what I have seen and what I've seen in the past, I believe that there's a lot of panic deliberately being built by the media. Mm-hmm. Two reasons. This is bad for our current president. Like or disliking. Right. This this is probably not Whoever good for Whoever is him. in office, yeah, that's who, bad for him. Any, any Yeah, if, if Obama was still in office, yep. if Bernie Sanders was voted president... And, and this happened on his watch, it, it's going to look bad on him, no matter who is in charge. So, uh, but uh, most of our media does have a bias against the, the current president. And I, I really believe that uh, they're wanting to do things and, and tilt the story, even if they're not lying. They're wanting to tilt to st- the story to... Uh, make him look as bad as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that. I also believe that if I can scare you enough to get you to sit at the house and watch TV all day and watch the news all day, guess what I'm making? More money. Mm-hmm. Because it's my job to get you to watch my channel. And if I can scare you into watching my channel, you're making more money. Well, some people don't have a choice. As far as work is concerned, Yeah, they're being sent home by right. their employers. Yeah, who's now, making I, that call based on other things? I, I'll say that, and I won't go as far because that is that that that's a conspiracy theory. It may be a true conspiracy theory, right, but it may right. be a, a conspiracy theory that I don't. I would say that I don't think that the media deliberately wanted people to go home right. to watch their stuff. They wanted you to come home and immediately turn on CNN. Yeah, or yeah. MSNBC, or or ABC, or you know Fox, mm-hmm. or whatever. And one reason I even bring that up is because earlier, whenever you were saying, you said something interesting, in that this isn't anything new. 
the, the family that this that this thing comes from. Yeah. That it's been around, but this particular strand is, and you also said a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because it's not being reported on. And I wish I could remember the source. I, I really do. I mean, uh, you're just either going to take it on my word or look it up for yourself or whatever, mm-hmm. or call me a liar. It, it doesn't matter. But they're not telling you that part because they want you to worry. They want you to be not because they like for you to worry. Like they don't have anything personally to gain in the sense of, you know, you worrying. Mm-hmm. They do have something personally to gain by having you watch TV, by having you watch the news channel. Mm-hmm. And if worry is how they can get you to do that they will and that's always been true mm-hmm. bad news sales i mean right. i mean that's always been true this isn't anything new this isn't like uh this is the first time this has ever happened well we've said too that um and this sounds bad but if you think about it we love tragedies yeah what that's what gets us turning on the news yep. that's what gets us paying attention that's what gets us on social media we love tragedies so Personally, in your life, how has this made you? How did, how are you taking this all in? <laughs> uh, one day at a time, just seeing what's next. Just trying to keep my ears perked uh, through uh, friends and family, and just trying to be in contact with them. Uh, there's a large part of it, really. That's I guess I'm still I guess in shock, so to speak, disbelief. Yeah, because it wasn't long ago that we were reading. <laughs> kind of um, post-apocalyptic fiction novels and seeing the movies and stuff and now it's not that we're there now exactly by no means but you see things like and you think well, that's not too far out of reach yeah that's yeah. not that big of a stretch at all now and it's where well, it used to be a huge goal uh-huh, now like, it just seems like crossing the street and we're there exactly exactly so there's a fear there in that sense as what you know we were talking about earlier in the in the sense of it being unknown territory yeah what what is it going to look like us going into it what's it going to look like within the next few weeks or even months um what's what's business going to look like when we come out of this and i remain positive and hopeful that we will come out of this what's what are things going to look like is there going to be economic changes going forward that some of the comforts and things that we've had before are, is that going to cease at yeah. the end of this? How different is life going to look going forward? And um, yeah, it's one of those things that uh, if you dwell on it, you can worry yourself and work yourself in a rut and just go all the way crazy and lose all your hair. Yeah. Oh, but... You can't and a that. hairless Bigfoot is a horrible thing to see. That is exactly right. <laughs> but you can't do that. You can either roll over and die and just accept what is, or you can get up and start being as productive as, you, as yeah. possible and saying, all right, this is what we're faced with. We need to adjust. Yeah. Instead of relying on grocery stores to have everything we need, 
Maybe we should get some ammunition and be prepared to hunt so that we can have food, so that yeah. we can have meat. Get ready to dig up some earthworms and go fishing because we got plenty of fishing holes right. around here. We've got some seed today so we can get us a garden started. That's and right. it seems like there's going to be a lot of gardens started yeah. this year. Yeah, I think so. So it's being able to um, supply for yourself, for your family, and take care of things and i think that as a whole maybe um this will teach us not to be so reliant on government grocery stores and other luxuries yeah. that we've been blessed with so i agree with everything you said if i was going to change something about that for myself it goes to the, the government issue mm -hmm. because we've given the government a lot of control sure. to handle this. And we have not done anything to check or balance it. I mean, I was wondering the other day, I'm not a constitutional scholar. Um, I'm a constitutionalist. Mm -hmm. I, I believe in the constitution. I, I think that's a, is the best document we've ever had. The world's ever seen for governing outside of the scripture. Um, and I've asked myself, how much of this is constitutional? How much of this are we really overstepping the bounds of what the Constitution has? Because the Constitution is there. I mean, the our Constitution, it really was designed, and, and the Bill of Rights, right? We're designed to say, this is what the government's not allowed to do. Now... Our society says, well, we've talked about this with sin, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when you see sin, sin's a line, sin's the edge of a cliff. You know, uh, you can tell when your heart's wanting to sin, but you're trying not to, because you'll stand right there on the edge of that cliff right. and look over it mm -hmm. and put your toes over it, but you won't quite cross that line, right? Yep. Then... Versus the guy who says, I don't want nothing to do with that cliff and walks way over, so, you know, just somewhere else, somewhere completely really safe to where he's not messing up. Sure. Constitutionally, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. We've got people who, who think we need to back up from mm -hmm. this. We don't need to stand right there on the edge of what the Constitution has laid out. Where other people want to stand right there with their toes dangling off, leaning forward, going, we don't want to break the Constitution, but we want to come dag blame close to it. Right. And so there is, we're going to have to make this a two-parter. Really? Yeah. Oh. And so, uh, this may just be chapter one. Uh, <laughs> That'll be all right. So let me wrap up and, and we'll, we'll close out with this, this part of the podcast, but. We don't want to stand on the edge of this thing governmentally. And I don't want to hand over to the government power that it can use to keep keep its people down. Mm -hmm. We want to live in a free society. I, I, I like the idea of a free society. I've lived primarily in a free society, right? I don't want to see that turned around. If anything, I want to see it freer. I believe... Um, I believe in all that kind of stuff. And so that's a big part of my fears. That's a big part of what I'm seeing. Everything that you said earlier, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, 
looking at the government and what happens when this all stops mm -hmm. and what the government does stop and doesn't stop doing once this is over with. Yeah. And what's the next excuse to gain more power? Right. That's my kind of my fears, how I see, see or feel about it, how I'm taking this all in. And so uh, because of the system of podcast that we're using, we can only go 30-minute sections. So we're going to call this it, and we will rejoin you in a little bit. Okay. All right. We're back. And so last when we got off here, uh, we talked about our fears. Fears of society, fear where we're at, fear across the nation. Uh, we also talked about how me as Sasquatch has understood and took in and my fears, um, the Yeti as well, and how we're kind of taking everything in, what it looks like for us living out here in the country, um, some of the things that, you know, we were, we talked about in the introduction, you know, what we wanted to accomplish and, and compare some of the differences between us versus more urban areas mm -hmm. or metropolitan even. And one of the things we talked about was gardening. I don't, I don't know. We have plenty of room to garden. Yeah. I don't know anybody who can't make a garden in their yard where we live. Ah, that's true. And so, um, there are some apartments maybe right, right but but bulk of people I don't care what we have some kind of a yard that's just part of living mm. out here um, to make a garden so and a lot of people are doing that it's springtime that's what that's what we're trying to do and so where we wanted to move now is more or less what does the Bible say about all this yeah. What, well, what does, does the Bible say about all this? <laughs> so, what does the Bible say about all this? And, and and one thing that came into my mind, you said it earlier, and I wanted so bad to, to kind of poke at it a little bit, but the, that was, nothing's new. Right. The Bible says nothing's new. There's mm -hmm. been plagues ever since there's been sin. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and so I mean, the the Black Plague took out way more people. Um, the the Spanish flu after World War Two, no, World War One. I. I, I'm messing it up, but anyways, the Spanish flu killed a lot of people. So plagues have always been, or pandemics, however you want to say it, have always been a something that human the human races had to be concerned about. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing new. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think of where the verse that says there's nothing new under the sun. You know what that is? I'm not right off the top of my head. All right. He's, I think he's going to look that up. I'll, I'll keep talking yeah. about this other stuff. So as well, the Bible says that we shouldn't fear. And that that those who love Jesus should be brave and courageous 
Um, let's let's look at Second Timothy, uh, chapter one, verse seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound judgment. And that being said, uh, he's talking about in this particular case. He's talking about. He's talking to Timothy. This is Paul writing to Timothy. And he's kind of telling Timothy, buck up, don't be afraid. You know, Timothy's trying to, to, to pastor this church and things aren't always going well. And, and so Paul's trying to say, look, man, don't be afraid. God hasn't given us a fear, a spirit of fear, but one of love and power and uh, uh, discipline. Is the way I remember. Um, I think it says sound judgment. Sound judgment mm-hmm. here. God's given us that. Those those are things that God has given us as His people. And so, in my mind, we need to start acting and behaving as if we're God's people. Now we told you this is what we're we're afraid of. This is what we have concerns about, right? And now I'm telling you not to be afraid. But that's just the nature of things. There's a lot of things to be scared of, right? I mean, on a day-to-day basis. I mean, how many times if you have small children and you see them playing and they fall down and hit their head? How many times are you not <gasps> And that, that moment of worry and dread that they've actually hurt themselves, right? And so there's fear around us every day. But what the Bible teaches us is that if we have faith in Him, in Christ, we shouldn't have fear. I heard, I, I'm stealing this analogy from someone else. And I wish I could remember the old boy's name, but um, Peter when he got out of the boat to meet Jesus on the water, look at all the things he had to fear. Drowning, probably lightning, mm-hmm. wind. Um, he had a lot of things to fear. I mean, he's, he's about to break the laws of physics. Now, he wouldn't have understood it that way, but he knows that when you step on the water, you sink. Mm-hmm. You don't walk on water. But he took it by faith, by, by setting his eyes upon Christ, and walking out there towards him, that he also was able to, to, to do this. Now he took his eyes off of Jesus and he sank. And 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 he had one of the greatest prayers ever said in that moment, and it was help. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And Jesus reaches down and pulls him back up. We have to be like Peter in that sense. We're going to probably lose faith. We're going to take our eyes off Christ and we're going to sink. But we put our eyes back on Christ mm-hmm. and shout for help. We repent. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I, right now I'm going, what, what do I need to repent of? In this moment, in this time, with my fears that I have, what should I repent of and turn towards Christ and put my eyes on Christ in this area that would alleviate my fears? Oh, are you asking? Well, I mean, just... <laughs> I catch myself talking. I'll tell you what you need to repent of. <laughs> well, that 
was kind of like what I was saying earlier. You know, sometimes we talk about this. We kind of get us a plan in place and everything too. But we say we trust God. Um, we need to be going to Him, like we trust Him. Yeah. Like, like whenever your kids run up to you, whenever they're scared of something, they they run up to you because they know you're going to deliver them from whatever fear that is. That's good. Yeah. So I've caught myself lately, especially at, at night, if I have a hard time sleeping or something like that, just you know confessing that and just calling out like god i'm scared yeah i don't i don't know what's going on but i know that i'm your child i know that you are sovereign you're on the throne you hold all things and you're going to see us through this and i just pray for the strength and perseverance and endurance to get through it in a way that brings you glory that's right and i think we as the church need to be calling out to our father like this um i think that's the christian way to respond that's the, yeah. the big picture you know what yeah, I, mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean there's things that we could be doing as far as um helping people that are in need and 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 doing the biblical things like supplying for our family things that we've already been discussing but uh and the, the big picture view is are we repenting the church is the church repenting is the church repenting because we have where's got, the church been looking at as as the bride of jesus christ what other men A.K. What other gods have we been looking at? So many. Have we been adulterous? Yeah. And we've been spoiled. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially in our our area mm-hmm. of the world, um, in the United States. Um, I think. The idea of having to repent over fear in in rural area is shocking. Mm-hmm. It may be shocking everywhere. I don't know, but I know in in the area in which we live, the the part of the United States in which we live, um, that that would be shocking. People people would be upset to hear you say that you need to repent over fearing. But it's true. We're fearing, and and this is what. Going wrapping everything back into itself at the beginning. The ultimate reason we fear is because we have a lack of trust in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We've become familiar. Yeah. It's full with all the luxuries that we've had. Yeah. We we don't have to pray for our daily bread. Right. Ever since we started the business, ever since we started our business, we haven't had to sit there and say, I mean, we have had to say, Lord, give us our daily bread and mean it. Mm-hmm. Versus, uh, and, and, and no, 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 let me rephrase that. We've asked for him for our daily bread, really meaning, God, can you bring us more work mm-hmm. so that we can eat, so that we can uh, do things, right? So that we can be sustained mm-hmm. physically. And because of this, we may have to be praying, Lord, give us our daily bread, literally. Mm-hmm. We may be. And, and so uh, it, it's a way that, that this whole thing could change the world. But that being said, if I'm trusting and believing that Jesus Christ will give us our daily bread, what am I fearing? What am I fearing? If I honestly trust in God, there's 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 more Bible verses. I mean, 
all kinds of encouraging Bible verses. Me and you were looking at them earlier. I'm trying to yep. remember what I've got. I've got, well, I've got the uh, nothing new under the sun pulled up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was from Ecclesiastes, um, chapter one, verse nine, which Ecclesiastes was written by the wisest man that ever lived, other than Jesus Christ Himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it said, "That's which has been is that which will be, and that which has been done is that which will be done." So there's nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one might say, see, this, it is new? Already it has existed for ages which were before us. There is no remembrance of earlier things, and also of the later things which will occur. There will be for them no remembrance among those who will come later still. And that may not be encouraging to other people. It is kind of encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that this that that it's like when we say that God is sovereign, mm-hmm. and we say that you know He's not surprised. Coronavirus popped up; He didn't go, "Oh no!" Yeah, the one virus I wasn't planning. <laughs> you know, that's not God. And but reading that verse, hearing you read that verse, and 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 thinking about what it says. It's very encouraging to me because it says God is sovereign. And even though we may not remember this ever happening before, Mm -hmm. it has. And he is in control of it. Mm -hmm. I've got another one that uh, kind of applies to what we were just talking about as far as our daily bread is concerned. It's a little bit more lengthy, but uh, it's from from, uh, Jesus himself. It's from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 all the way to 34. So, uh, the subheading here is, do not be anxious. It says, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather in the barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more of value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Mm-hmm. Could that be more timely? Or... I swear, boy. Uh, I... We have and serve a mighty God. And I don't know if we understand that. I know we don't understand it. I know we don't understand it the way it's supposed to be. I, I don't even know how to add to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. That's just so good. Um, Going back to fear, not fearing that we shouldn't fear, and scripture that backs it up. There is no fear in love. 
instead, uh, perfect love drives out fear. Because fear uh, involves punishment, so the one who fears is not complete in love. Now, and that's not sappy, hippie love either, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about God's love, our love for one another. And when we are fearing, we're not fearing, we're not fearing because we love him. It's when we love him and are dependent on him that our fears are set free. It's when we become slaves to Christ that we are set free from slavery to sin and fear and hunger and all that other stuff. We have, have, to be dependent on Him, and when we do, uh, we posted this in the church the other day on the on the screen, where it said, <laughs> "A scared world, a fearful world." Here, you say it. You're wilding to me. Okay, a scared world needs a fearless church. Needs a fearless church, and we cannot be a fearless church. Unless we are in the arms of our Savior. That's right. And so we're asking, I guess, for the church as a whole to be fearless. Mm-hmm. And and not to be... Now, now, now let's clarify this and we'll, we'll call this... We'll start wrapping this thing up because we're already... You know, We're not saying be stupid. The wisdom of God, no, excuse me. Knowing God gives us wisdom. Knowing God gives us wisdom. So we're to act wise. For example, we have some older folks in our church who said, we're going to back out mm-hmm. of Sunday service and Wednesday and everything else. We said, Okay, good. We'll be praying for you. If you need anything, let us know. We love you. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, right? So we're not saying be foolish. What we are saying is don't be so wrapped up in your world that you forget that in everything that you do, should be for the kingdom of God. If we are wrapped up in our kingdom and losing our kingdom, we'll never be able to work for the kingdom of God. That's a good way to put it. Uh, on that note, I think we're going to call it. Uh, I think this has been a pretty good podcast. Like, subscribe, all that kind of fine stuff. If uh, if you like us, if you don't like us, go ahead like subscribe <laughs> rate us rate us with a five star rating uh if it's true or not we, we don't care um that's your conscience not ours we're just trying to get our voice out there with everyone else uh, uh deuces <laughs>